The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to him and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched the leper and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then, warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. Then he said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Throughout time, as I have the opportunity to meet more and more of you, it's always amazing to me how many people have been here in this parish for such a long period of time. Yesterday, I was with parishioners that were here for 43 years, and I'm always like, wow, gosh, that's amazing. I long for such stability in my life, but apparently that's not what God had planned for me. But, um, you know, and as I think about that, I know that probably many of you know um, when he was here, uh, Father Joseph Betchart, now Monsignor Joseph Betchart, and uh, so he was assigned here at one point, um, and actually Father Brent is sort of following his same footsteps. He was here, and then he went to Ashland and stuff, so who knows? Maybe Father Brent will be the rector of Mount Angel one day, so we'll see. But um, one thing, the first time I ever heard this phrase was actually in the seminary from Monsignor Betchart, and he talked about, you know, he's talking about the priesthood, but it really does apply to all of our Christian life, is radical availability. This story, it's really a vocation story in the gospel about radical availability. It's amazing because one of the things that you see is that, much like my own story and I think many others, you finally approach God because you're like, I need healing in some way, shape, or form. You know, probably not leprosy, but something else, right? And it's just like, you know, Lord, if you will it, I can be made clean. Like, if you will it, like, you can change my life. And then they come to the Lord, and he says, I do will it. And what he needs is that, the letting go, again, of our will, and and wanting to do the will of God. And then in that moment, you know, it's so unbelievable, you know, because what you see here is this part right here. You know, of course, and just like me, once that moment happened, I can't shut up about it, right? You know, it's just like, so I eventually just was like, well, I don't think that there's anything else I can do but just like preach about this for the rest of my life. And that's what happened. Even he's like, he's like, you know, maybe just keep this between you and me. And the guy's just like, and he went out and he publicly proclaims it everywhere, right? Because it's like, that's how life-changing it ends up being. And I was like, wow, gosh, this is my story. And and then in, in this part right here, and so... He remained outside in desert places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. 
that's the radical availability part, is instead of going inside somewhere where he would have been kind of isolated or closed off from people, you think about that verse, he remained outside. He essentially remained radically available so that all these people could, kept, could, could keep coming to him. And I was like, man, that's amazing, you know, and again, and it speaks to what we heard yesterday. It's like, everyone's looking for you, (laughs) you know, like, where are you? Now, that's not always easy to do sometimes, you know, today we celebrate the the bishop and doctor of the church, St. Hilary, and he was alive during the same time of of St. Augustine and also St. Jerome, the great biblical uh, translator and scholar, and he fought the Arian heresy. Again, the Arians were the ones who were trying to say that, that Jesus, the Son, was not divine. And so that was kind of the big, that was a huge battle during those days. And uh, reluctantly, like so many bishops of that day, people were like, you're going to be a bishop. And he's like, I don't want to be the bishop. But they're like, well, you're doing it anyway. And so they kind of like voted him to be a bishop. And he fought so vehemently against the Arian heresy that there's a point there where they were like, oh my gosh, will you just leave us alone? I think people just finally, you know, just conceded because he just persevered so much. And that's kind of what we see for people whose lives are converted. Um, I don't know, maybe that's why sometimes Christians can have a reputation of being a little bit annoying or something like that because it's like, oh, my mother will not stop talking about going to church. It's just like, why won't she just stop, right? You know, it's, it's because that's what it's like for all of us who have been healed, who have been converted, and who believe. It's just like, you finally come to realize there's actually nothing better to talk about, <laughs> you know, and everything else seems kind of relatively dumb in comparison, and we long for everybody else to finally see what we have seen. That's one of our crosses to bear, actually. I mean, it's a beautiful cross to bear because you're, you're, you're part, part of the elect, part of the ones that believe. But um, it's the ability to be available, though, you know, for other people to see your actions and be available and to continue to preach the gospel through your life and through your, your words. Um, because I know it doesn't seem like it right now, but I also get the opportunity to meet with many people who are planning funerals or doing things like that, right? And sometimes you don't see the fruits of your labor. Sometimes it happens after you're gone or something like that. But I meet with many people. It's like, oh gosh, yeah, my mom, she was so Catholic. You know, she was just like, you know, she practiced the faith. And sometimes it's the realization at that moment, they're like, she led the way. I know it's right. And I've avoided it for all these years, but I need to start coming back to church. It's interesting to see that after sometimes of the death of a parent who lived their faith and they lamented that their child did not, that all of a sudden after their funeral, they start coming back to church, right? And so we hope that even in heaven, you know, that people could see the fruits of their labor there. We don't always see it. Um, lastly, I'll just say I had it in, in, in the seminary, there was one of our spiritual directors who, who's now the Bishop of Helena, um, Bishop Austin Better. He he came from kind of a farming area in the, in the Dakotas. I think he was from South Dakota. And he talked about learning how to plow potatoes at one point. And he said, there's this great, great temptation. Like, it's kind of a, like a miracle 
you know, the plow just like hits that row of potatoes and they sort of just pop up out of the ground, right? You know, there's just these full, he's just like, oh, wow. And so the temptation is to be like, you know, like turn around and look at the fruit being produced behind you. But then he's like, of course, my father is like, no, you can't turn around. You have to keep your nose down to the plow and you have to keep going straight ahead or you'll, you'll go offline and you, and you won't hit the row of potatoes. And that's really our life. It's just like, we know the way and we have to follow the way, but we have to trust that behind us, the fruit is actually being produced without the temptation of turning around and needing to see it. Uh, but if we're radically available in that way, I guarantee you, your faithfulness to God, your faithfulness to the church, it is producing fruit. We just have to trust that it's happening without, without needing to count, count what's happening behind us. God bless you all.